Welcome back to Real Talk Torah, courtesy of the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. And for today's particular issue and share, if we can call it that, you might be really confused by the topic of choice and really the title, because you probably don't even understand what the topic is and why I've chosen to, to, to talk about it. And you may be wondering who in the world is Officer Yandy Chirino, right? You might be thinking, is there a national news story that I missed? Like, who is this guy? Why? Why? is Rabbi Eisenberg mentioning his name. And the reason I'm mentioning his name is because of, uh, because of a particular experience that just happened recently. And although it's not a national news story, that's kind of why I want to discuss it right now, because it did happen in a place that's close to home, at least where I am now, in the community of Hollywood, Florida. And he was one of our local cops. And... At age 28, which is uh, how old I am right now, so he just uh, lost his life in the line of duty, and this took place this past Sunday night at the moment of this recording, and earlier this evening, I actually uh, participated, um, not so actively, I went as, as an observer and to pay respects, but I, I, I did um, visit the vigil that was taking place in the park that we know here as the Shabbos Park. That's not its actual name, but we know it as the Shabbos Park. And um, there are many Jewish organizations from Young Israel to uh, the school that I work in that were, that were participating um, in this vigil, which was an evening of prayer, of tefillah, and other um, words of inspiration and words of tribute and respect. But um, exactly what happened, so for, from where I was sitting, in, uh, in my apartment while my wife was uh, doing night shift and I was home with my son. It was, uh, it was a, a, a late night of road closures, a late night of the, s- the sound of car sirens and helicopters and so many different things and WhatsApp chats buzzing because of something that happens at the Shabbos Park. Um, apparently there was um, a group of thugs and I, um, I honestly don't know what color they were, and it really doesn't matter what color they were, as, as you're going to see as I demonstrate going further. Because they're, they're really, they're, there's, they're, this doesn't have to and shouldn't be a political issue, um, though everything is political nowadays, and maybe I'll touch on that in a little bit. But these guys who represent you know, the, the excrement of the earth, who are trying to break into cars and steal things, steal bikes, whatever it was they were doing at that late hour, and um, one of these, um, you know, one one of these animals, um, you know, he's, this person, uh, you know, worse than an animal, some 18-year-old who had stolen a gun from someone else, so he shot this cop, Yandy Yandy Chirino, and um, and took his life. You know, when he um, the the cop was rushed to the um, to, to Memorial Hospital and um, they were not able to spare him. And this was something that, again, it happened close to home, the park where this happened at. And this is pretty jarring because we haven't really experienced um, much of that here. Uh, but this, uh, this, this park is only a few minutes away from where I live. And I was very moved by the, the, the Jewish community's participation. And yes, there are plenty of non-Jews Involved too, um, you know, seeing the entire uh, police department there, and seeing the tribute that was made outside the park for this officer, and 
Um, yes, there were certainly political sentiments about having to do with blue lives and 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 defending um, those um, who who try to protect our communities, and you know that's that's what's literally what they serve for being Hashem's shluchim in the, the world of Hishtadlus. That is that that is their their role, and. I, I thought there were you know, there were there there were enough emotions and and thoughts that I had that I felt like I had to share on that topic here at the database, and and I, I was I was debating whether or not I should make this an episode of one of my shows or just have it as a regular you know as 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 a, as, as a non-specific recording that I would just upload, but because. There's a Torah discussion that I believe there is to be had here. I opted to put this on Real Talk Torah, and I want to now have a Real Talk uh, about Torah and about this particular um, this particular issue, because well, you know, and it's not just because this name Yandy Chirino is likely not a name that you will be hearing a lot. You probably will not be hearing people telling you and demanding that you say his name. And there are many heroes like that, and there are many um, uh, heroes that don't become a national news story. And on the on, on the opposite side, you know, there are, there are many people who become national news heroes who should not, uh, for one reason or another. But um, and, and that that's that's really not what this has to do with, right? The, the um, what, what, I'm, what I'm focusing on is a very different issue that has to do with what I believe is an issue that does emerge from our parsha, and that has to do with our relations um, with the individuals around us, particularly in, um, um, in, in what we might think of as the non-Jewish audience or the non, uh, you know, the non-Jewish, our, our non-Jewish brothers or cousins, right, our Gentile cousins. And there, for many, might be this, this visceral, innate inclination to just say, listen, that's their issue, you know, that's the Gentiles' issue, and this is our issue. And there's plenty to be said on the topic of Shiloh Asani Goy, and Ashrenu Matov Chelkenu, and not necessarily to be meant in a derogatory way, which, you know, and unfortunately in, in the world that many of our um, grandparents, great-grandparents grew up with, the world of anti-Semitism, and it certainly still exists today, though things perhaps have been quite, um, quite pleasant for our people, but... Um, and you know, and w- which is why maybe you might justify a derogatory understanding of those of those concepts. Um, but keeping things as PC as um, as as I'm willing to go, the the, the you know there, there is what to be said about our treasured position as Hashem's special people. But that does not um, intrinsically isolate us from the world around us. Yes, there has to be a place where we see ourselves as separate, and there are conversations to be had about when you are participating in in anything with non-Jews, about the halachic issues that come up, the hashkafic issues that come up. One of the things that came up at the vigil at the playground when, um, you know, when, when everyone, when all the, when there were various speakers, some Jewish, some not Jewish, 
but one of the Jewish speakers was talking about how the, the different religions started to learn a little bit about each other because the memorial and the tribute that was placed outside on the gate of the playground for Officer Yandy Chirino so the, um, um, there was a, I don't know if it was a complaint, but there was um, someone who mentioned, an Anju, who mentioned that there weren't enough flowers. And um, the, the speaker, the Jewish speaker said, you know, the, um, and we had to explain to them that as Orthodox Jews, um, you know, and like, the, like the, there, was, there, there was nothing ill about it. There was no offense taken, but he just made the point that putting flowers out for the deceased is a concept that's a little bit more foreign to Jews. And what the way Jews think, Jews think in terms of food. And in fact, what, 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 what the Jewish community here has done was they, um, they pitched in and gathered up of funds and raised over $20,000 um, for food for Yandy Chirino's family and for the police department. And they had this whole tribute for both Officer Yandy Chirino and the police department here. And which was an incredible display of a Kiddush Hashem and discussing all the generosity in the schools and the letters that were written by the schools to the family and to the police department, thank you letters, and so on and so forth, all of those things. It was an incredible display of Kiddush Hashem. And I think that has very much to do with what I, what I wanted to focus on for this particular, um, this particular shear, which again, I think I'm willing to call it that because, again, I think this issue does emerge from our Parsha. Parshas Vayera, which is where we see Avraham acting in his new role that he was given in Lech Lecha, the name that Avraham was given, Avraham, um, at his bris milah, right, which is when we, you know, we customarily name the Jewish baby, bo- uh, baby boy. So Avraham Avinu had his name changed at the bris milah, and Hashem explains right then and there that he was called Avraham to be an Avhamon Goyim, to be a father of multitude of nations, namely not just to a father to the nation, the main nation that he would that he would be um, the progenitor of, the you know the progenitor of Klal Yisrael, but he would also be a father to a multitude of nations, and we see this play out in Parshas Vayera when Avraham is not satisfied to just hear that oh, Hashem is going to destroy a city of a bunch of Gentiles, right? A city of, in their, in their case, it was a bunch of, of wicked Gentiles. But nonetheless, Avraham Avinu wondered, maybe there were some righteous Gentiles out there that would make Sodom worth saving. And this was something that was not just a concern that Avraham had that made it worth davening for them, Right, and we do have to daven, the uh, Chazal tell us in Perkevus that we do daven for the welfare of the government, and I would say similarly for law enforcement, and without which um, we would, uh, you know, we, we, without which we, um, man would, would uh, swallow his friend alive, or a man will break into someone's car and try to steal things, and if you try to stop him, it doesn't matter, he's got a gun, he's going to shoot you to death. So that, that's the kind of garbage that exists in our society, and what these and you know the, the, these are the the sub animals, worse than animals that these police are here to to do. But Avraham Avinu found himself not just concerned for his Gentile cousins, but we find that even after all is said and done, when Sodom is being destroyed, Avraham actually followed up. The Chumash tells us in. 
um, Perak Yud Tess, and um, Perak Yud Tess, Avram woke up early that morning to return to the place where he had originally davened to Hashem and maybe to follow up with his tefillah. And then the next Pasuk, Pasuk Chavches, um, tells us that Avram oversees, he looks over at Sodom, Va'amora, Va'al Kolpene Eretz Hakikar, he looks over the entire face of the land, of the plain, Va'yar, and he sees, Vihine Ola Kitaharatz Kikitar Akivshin, that the steam um, rose up from the land like, uh, like the steam of a furnace. And there's much to be said about darshaning different parts of these Pesukim. I want to focus on just the very, uh, the very Pashat shot of these, of these verses, which is just simply saying that Avraham was moved enough by what Hashem told him, by the reality that exists in the world, that yes, in the non-Jewish world, something happens. Someone was, um, you know, someone was in um, was in harm's way, and Avraham is not complacent and does not isolate himself and say, "Oh, listen, you know, it's not you know, good." But Baruch Hashem, it's not my nation. Baruch Hashem, it's not my kids. It's not my family. You know, because any of us here could say the same thing. You know, Baruch Hashem, you know, I was in my apartment. You know, it wasn't it wasn't my car that was that was being stolen from, and uh, and you know, Baruch Hashem, you know, I wasn't the one that was shot. But guess what? This guy was my age. It could have been anybody. You know, and 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 it, and it happens to be that he was the one that chose to be in that line of duty to try to protect people like me and my family and all the families here. To be complacent and to say that this has nothing to do with me, to have something hit so close to home and to not be jarred, to not be moved, to say something, to show some kind of respect for it. So, you know, it, it takes a certain level of complacency and it takes a certain a level of a lack of awareness. Right, we, we, we know that, yes, we are, we are, the, we, we are the descendants of Avraham Avinu. We are, um, and we are a Klal Yisrael. We are the children of Yaakov, the Bechir Teshav Avos. And you might say that Yaakov's Avoda, like the Meshachachma, I believe, brings down, that Avraham's Avoda was the Avoda of the heir of Tafshilin, which the Medrash says, and Yaakov's Avoda um, was, was Tchum Shabbos. Um, there are various Midrashim that say that, uh, that uh, Avraham did Erev Tavshilin and Yaakov did Tchum Shabbos. And Erev Tavshilin represents mixing in with everyone else, going out and doing Kirov. And Yaakov Avinu, once you have a nation, it's Tchum Shabbos. You set boundaries. And you could say that Yaakov Avinu, um, for important, for important and practical reasons, and for Avodah-related reasons, Yaakov has to isolate himself. And yes, as a nation, as Kleister, we have to recognize that there are differences. If we're going to participate, we have to know the halachic issues that arise and the hashkafic issues that arise. Maybe things pertaining to chukos akum, which certainly, yes, you know, interrelations with um, the uh, with non-Jews um, and for for to make a kiddush Hashem is not an excuse for curtailing halacha in any which way. And that's that's clearly not my point. But my point is to have some kind of involvement, to make some kind of Kiddush Hashem, to show some kind of concern to these individuals who are our, who, who are our cousins. Yes, they're, they're, they're not, it's, it's not the same level of connection, and it's not hitting as, um, as close to home as, if it, as it would be if it would be another fellow Jew. All of that said, this is a name that should be said. His name is a name that should be remembered. And what, what, what his contribution um, to to um, you know to a Jewish community is something that, that that needs to be that needs to be spoken of. And if Avraham was able to overlook Sodom, 
right? So that, that, that's not something that, 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 that if, again, if Avram is able to overlook Sodom and to see who possibly made it out, did, uh, you know, did, did, his, did his non-Jewish cousins survive this? So in this particular case, yes, even though we are the children of Yaakov Avinu, but Navi Shayahu re- reminds us of our role, a similar role that Avraham has as the Avamon Agayim, we have a role as an, as, as an Orla Goyim, as a light unto the nations, which means that if we're not leading the way, then who is leading the way? So if something happens, this can't just be something that we say, oh, you know, um, you know to, that, to them and theirs, you know, leave it, leave it, leave it to the Goyim to deal with. It's, uh, it's, it's not a healthy, and, uh, and quite frankly, I don't think it's really a Jewish attitude. Um, but uh, for me, it was, it was very inspiring to see the Jewish response um, to, to all of this. And, um, and I, I felt moved enough, especially by our Parsha and by everything, by, by, by all the nonsense that we see in the world today, which might just be an algorithm of, of Sodom, if you think about it. Sodom's whole issue was that they hated everything that was good. If you think about how the Midrashim portray Sodom, that they were anti-Tzedakah, that they were anti-just doing nice things for another person, right? So, you know, like, that, that seems to almost, in a certain sense, that's like the world we live in now. Everything is upside down. Hashem literally flipped over Sodom, right? It, um, he, he, um, with a ha-ha-facha. There was, he flipped it because of how corrupt it was. We live in a world now that absolutely, and, and here's where we get a little bit political, and it's only political because the world has made it political. Something which used to be called common sense um, is no longer common sense, where people talk about how the, the police officers um, are, are evil and how, you know, how, how they are, you know, how, how the, the, there's a system in which they are out to get certain people when their primary role is to protect and, yeah, you know, like, uh, I'm sure there, there are people, there, there are ears out there that would be very sensitive to the things that I'm saying, and they, and they would have all sorts of labels for me upon hearing this, but keeping things at the baseline, something that used to be common sense is no longer common sense, and we live in a world where we need a little bit more seichel, and, um, and I, you know, something that shouldn't really need my recognition or anyone's recognition, it should just be obvious, like you shouldn't have to make an effort to recognize it. But in the world we live in, where you know, there's sort of like a Saddam Hashkafa that exists, where everything is just backwards, where, um, you know, where people value all the wrong things now, um, in, 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 in more ways than one, you, know, you can think of connections to Saddam and, and what, what people stand for. Um, I, I felt that the Avraham approach was much better, which is, you know, without judging those people, um, uh, which, you know, is something that we have to work on, which is really, really tough, without judging those people, it's to at least show a concern for those things in the world, for those kind, you know, for, 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 for people in the world, no matter, you know, what their background is, um, but, for, but for anyone who makes any kind of contribution, um, you know, some, it's to, to acknowledge it, to pay respect to it, and to not be complacent as to ignore it, but to say something, to take something with you, take something away that can make you into a better yid and overall into a better person. Anyway, that takes us through this, um, this um, more unique edition of Real Talk Torah. Thank you for joining us here. Um, keep it real, keep talking, and most importantly, keep the Torah. Thank you for joining us here at the database.